1: Hey, it's Kavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumerated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension. Just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com.
0: If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
2: You heard it, and it's Friday, and you know what that means? It's Pick Palooza. Every game this weekend that matters. Ah, let's just say, because for every fan, right? If you're like a Troy State fan, it matters to you. Let's just say the the biggest games of the weekend. We're going to give you a pick on every one of them. And we make you a promise every day, which is, if you're a sports better, you cannot afford not to listen. And every fan's going to learn things the others are missing. Joined here in Vegas by Brad Powers with all the college knowledge and Steve Fezzik, NFL expert. And every day... Anchoring from the Fox Studios,
4: Jonas Knox. Yes, RJ, and we do it all live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. As we do now to start every show here on Straight Out of Vegas, we start with the biggest sports story on the day and the Vegas perspective of it, and that would be Thursday night football, the Rams, a seven-point win over the Minnesota Vikings.
2: Jonas, uh, good to start here because Fezzik owes me an apology. Yesterday, we had a disagreement on the Vikings game. I like the Rams. He liked the Vikings. And whenever there's a disagreement on other talk show – well, what do they do? They fight, they call each other names, you hear mumbling. We don't waste our time with that. We just bet. When you hear this sound, it means someone just faded someone else for hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, yeah, for a professional better doesn't mean a ton, but betters hate to lose. Fez we had a hundred, I had the Rams, and somehow you're not paying me because the line was seven. Do you feel bad is the first question. Well, I never feel bad when I don't lose a bet. <laughs> even though even when it's like you know the other team should have covered. I lost with Oregon last week. Oh, he's still talking about that. <laughs> I mean, he should get fined. He should get yeah. fined for that. What what? So do you agree though that the Rams should have won by more than 7 and thus as you evaluate this Rams team you were impressed.
5: Oh, absolutely! The Rams gained ten yards
2: per play. R.J. just a juggernaut offensively throwing ball. So yards the ball. per play is a stat the wise guys love. What's a typical uh, yards per play on offense? An NFL team will gain in a game. Five point five. All right, so they more almost doubled what a typical team does. Wow, the Rams! I think it was very encouraging for the Rams because their defense wasn't there. Right, Peters played but was hobbled. Tlaib out. So, and again, I know Tlaib's out, I think, for the season now, right? At least eight weeks. Okay. So you might say, well, RJ, that's the new normal, except teams tend to get used to having players out as time passes. That first game can be more startling. Um, But to me, Belichick has a theory that applies here which is can you get a team to play in a way they don't want to play? And if so, how well do they play in that left-handed way? And I don't think the Rams want shootouts. And the fact of the matter is, yesterday was a shootout, and the Rams still won, and Goff stepped up. Jared Goff, to me, had a gigantic leap between his first year under Fisher and his second year last year, no doubt. But I still was a golf skeptic last year. I thought, if you look at his third down stats, wasn't very good at all. When the team knew he was going to throw, McVay put him in a lot of good spots last year. I think you could make the case golf has grown as much as any quarterback since last year. So once again, another quantum leap. First of all, do you agree Goff has grown a bunch? Tremendously so. And now, if this Rams team with one of the top five running backs with a really good defense typically, obviously on the D line, especially, if they can also win by shootout, if you put, you know say, we're taking away your run game, boy, that makes the Rams look even better. Formidable. you formidable? Is that fair to say? What's the odd for this formidable team, what are the odds right now at the Westgate to win the Super Bowl? amazingly they are plus 175 versus so le- the field so, so less than 2 to 1 have you in the last decade do you remember a team being that favored this time of year no team so i think maybe your your adjective there i think the rams are super impressive right now but here's the thing la hasn't embraced them we had another disagreement yesterday which was <laughs> Do the Rams have at least an average home field? Because they came from St. Louis, and last year even, they weren't embraced. And, Fez, you said, why don't you repeat what you said? Because they were 3-0 and favored to win the
5: NFL, I expect their home field to increase because this is what I see in other cities. It did not happen. Last night, I saw a sea of purple rooting for the Vikings
2: in L.A. So, I was right. You were wrong. (laughs) That's common. All right. And we got to reevaluate that moving forward. If the Rams, in the biggest Thursday night game in a long time, can't draw 80% of the fans, then you got to wonder, are they going to have, even if they have a great year, and even an average home field, right? Yes. I think you got to downgrade them to only a two-point home field advantage. Where three is typical. And also... The Chargers, speaking of LA again, it's even worse with home field. Yeah,
5: the Chargers, you actually see 80, 85% of the fans rooting for the other
2: team in that StubHub Center. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Jonas, let me ask you a question. You're an LA guy. What what's the apathy about? It's just that they have I don't think that they're used to having a football team here. I really don't. They haven't that, had That that should make them excited. Like Vegas got the Golden Knights and it was like, "Oh my OMG, and I, I get it, LA's got even more, I guess in a way, more to do than Vegas. But you would think, I guess Vegas has never had a pro team, so it was so new to us, the, the, the city went wild.
4: Yeah, and I think that there and there were some Ram fans who stayed with them to the move to St. Louis, but I think a lot of people out here just, just- – thought, okay, well, I've got to have another team that I root for, so you'll find a sports bar here. There's a Browns bar that's always packed every week. There's Bears bars. There's Steelers bars. It wasn't just a need to have a football team. So when you got one, and then also you got a second one, people in L.A. were looking around going, can we even support the one?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's recap. Vegas loves the Rams. Less than 2-1 to to win the Super Bowl at some spots. And that's a, in the last ten years. There hasn't been a favorite that big this time of year. L.A. doesn't love the Rams yet. We'll see what happens. Because of that, you got a lower home field advantage for the Rams, even though they played great. McVeigh obviously really helped Goff last year, but I think between then and now, he's grown. I mean, where do you put Goff right now? One to thirty-two in the quarterback rankings.
5: I think he's knocking on the top 10 RJ and let's face yeah, it yeah
2: maybe might be in the top he 10 He might
5: be in the top Vegas has been slow on this we keep putting Vegas puts odds on how many pass yards he's going to have 270's been the number and he's throwing for 330 and then over 400
2: Yeah yeah last thing Vikings some people thought the best team in the NFL entering the year Pro Football Reference ranks elite players the average team had less than 7 elite players and the Vikings had 14 entering the year. double what the average team had. a new quarterback that they thought was you know cousins was an upgrade from Keenum. How much do you downgrade the Vikings off the performance yesterday? No downgrade, None. And th- w- what's the thinking? It's a really tough spot on Thursday for them. on to- the road. Yes. All right. so so that's what's interesting is the idea that Vegas will see a team lose by seven look at it, and say, you know something? Hmm. It's about what we expected, because the line was seven. We're not going to downgrade him. Any closing thoughts, Jonas? I would just think that moving forward, if you're a Viking fan, that's twice now
4: to where you come away with a moral victory almost. And you look at the Green Bay Packers and you say, well, that was a game at Lambeau. It should have gone. We should have won that game. And it ended up being a tie. And now you've got the second one, which was a moral victory because they kept it kind of competitive and it was a short week and they've been dealing with a lot. But that being said, moral victories don't add up to wins. And now you're sitting with more losses than wins already in the season.
2: Yeah. Luckily, if you're a Vikings fan, the rest of that division isn't killing it either. So... Vikings still got a more than good chance of making the playoffs.
4: Guys, before we get to the Vegas League and the biggest game of the week in the NFL, do want to let you know we are brought to you by True Car. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or a used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. All right, the game of the week in the NFL, which is our Vegas lead here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to Foxboro, where the New England Patriots are a six-and-a-half-point favorite
2: against the division-leading Miami Dolphins. Well, it makes sense. If it's Friday's pick-palooza, then the game of the week has to be the Vegas lead. And here's what I'm going to say about this game. I believe strongly, strongly, no game this season yet in the NFL means more than the Patriots and the Dolphins. Because if the Patriots win the game, it's okay, we're back to normal. Two and two isn't great. Patriots tend to start season slow. Extended preseason is what they think of it as. And they're fine to win the division. Everything's fine. If they lose, the Patriots are three games back and already having lost to Miami in this hypothetical at home, with one more game in Miami where the Pats tend to struggle, they would be the Patriots' significant underdogs to win the East. And entering the year, the Patriots were minus 1500 to win the East. You had to bet $15 to win a dollar. They would, in four weeks, go from that big a favor to a significant underdog. Last thing, I also think because the Patriots do so well After a loss, historically, Brady and Belichick are so good after a loss. If they lose two straight after a loss, because remember, this is the second one. It would be like home run spot motivationally and a great situation and you still lose. So not only would there be great consequence in the standings, I think it would tell us a lot about the Patriots and it would not be good what it's telling us,
4: guys. We know this is a pick extravaganza, the pick palooza, as you refer to it on Fridays here at Straight Out of Vegas. But we needed to touch quickly on this NBA topic because Tristan Thompson of the Cleveland Cavaliers is still very, very confident that the road to the NBA Finals goes through a familiar place. We're still four-time Eastern Conference champions.
2: So until you take a dump from that, teams ain't got much to say. Boston had home court game seven lost. Philly almost got swept. Toronto. Really know that story, so. Okay, well I got one thing to say. Right now, you can bet the Cavs to win the East at two hundred to one. I get it. You don't have to know every uh, every odd every odds Vegas puts up, but if there's something that's two hundred to one and you're saying it's the favorite, you are wrong. When we come back. We're going to help you not be wrong. It's a new feature. It's called Don't Be Square. We're going to help you not be square this weekend. That's
4: RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. This program brought to you by
5: Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could
4: save.
2: I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the
4: voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, some valuable advice for a lot of people who are just like me. You know who you are after we explain this to you. That coming up here is we explain to you how to not be square here on Straight Out of Vegas.
2: And every day we deliver Vegas straight to you right now on the strip. It's 101 degrees. Yes, that's correct. 101 the neon is sizzling. By the way, I want to thank everyone real quick here, Jonas. We started, this is our 10th show, two weeks ago. After the first show, the 13th biggest market in the United States, Detroit, said, we want to take straight out of Vegas. They hadn't been taken this time. They took us and the odd couple. All right. Maybe it was a coincidence after the first show, but I think they said, boy, listen to straight out of Vegas. That sounds pretty good. Then this past Monday, Denver started taking all of Fox, obviously straight out of Vegas, too. And the rumor is next Monday we're going to have another top 20 market announcement here in a couple days. Three, Jonas, and just two weeks. And one of the things I love about Fox Sports Radio is there's hundreds and hundreds of stations across the country. And right now, there's an additional listener in Wheeling, West Virginia. All right, we grew, I grew up in, uh, across the river in Ohio. Let's be clear, in Ohio. But there's a Fox station in Wheeling, and they have one additional listener every day. My mom is sitting there listening to straight out of Vegas, gotta love it. There it is. The two most famous people from West Virginia your mom
4: and Kevin Pitznagel. <laughs> well, about you know that? what's
2: funny? You know, you know what's <laughs> funny about that? Well, I, <laughs> is actually, and this is a true story Lady Gaga's grandmother lives in Wheeling. No way, and, and, and my grandfather knew her. They would be at the gym working out, and she has a sweater with bedazzled writing on it that says Grandma Gaga. <laughs> True
4: story. It's fantastic. Um, you know what else is fantastic tradition, RJ? This game has always been one of my most favorite rivalries in the NFL because it is straight violence almost every single time they get together. We've got Sunday night football. We've got the Steelers, a three-point favorite right now over their arch rival, the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Fez, leaner like on this one.
5: I passed on the side, but I like the under. I bet this pretty good.
2: So you bet the under. What number did you get? I played
5: under 51. It's down to 50 and a half.
2: Now, remember, this is the biggest total in the history of this series ever. So fading historically high totals, I like that. I could press the button and bet you, but I won't. (laughs) Now, one thing about this, and I tweeted this out at RJ in Vegas. I tweet out the football trends all weekend. Last 26 times these teams have played, 13 wins for Pittsburgh, 13 wins for Baltimore. Against the spread, 12-12-2, and two pushes. And if you add up all the points in 26 games, the Ravens have scored 10 more points in 26 games. That's close.
4: You know, RJ, we like to go a little behind the scenes here from time to time. And so we wanted to take people into our show prep here on straight out of Vegas on a Friday because I simply came to you and said, "Look, I don't want to be what gamblers refer to as a nerd in Vegas, okay? I don't want to be a square guy." All right? That that's my thing. Like, I'll 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 take losing. I don't want to be a square guy. So I asked you, I pleaded you, I begged you, "Help me please, RJ
2: Bell. I don't want to be a square. What do I do?" Well, listen, you are the voice of the fan, and let's be candid. Everyone loves to win, but people hate being a sucker, a square, even more than losing. Like, if you're on the right side and you lose, you think, yeah, I want to win, but at least I was on the right side. But if you lose and you're on the wrong side, if you're (laughs) with Freddie Fanny Pack, that's horrible. So every Friday, we're going to go over the handful of big games In which the pros are on one side, and the sharp or the pros are on one side, and the joes are on the other. Let's do it. No, no, no. It's not hip to be square. Let's start out, Fez. Giants, Saints. What's the? Where's the pros? Where's the joes?
5: The pros are on the Giants, the home underdog, plus 3.5. I bet that. I like the Giants, plus 3.5, RJ. It is all about the Saints, that defense. Whoa.
2: I can't really explain why it's so bad, but I can tell you. Because last year, the Saints were about an average D. And with a really good offense, and they were running the ball, Saints were as good as anyone last year.
5: Yeah, now they're at the very bottom, statistically, of the league. And we saw how important last night cornerbacks can be when they're missing. One of the Saints' best cornerbacks is missing for this game.
2: Okay, I really like the Giants myself. Colin had this as a blazing five pick. By the way, bottom of the hour, world premiere, only place in the world that has it right now, Colin Cowherd's pick number six. He does his blazing five, I grade him, and then he has his pick number six. One last thing, though, about the Giants. The Saints are not a good road team in general. They're especially bad in back-to-back road games. They went to Atlanta, had a track meet, now back to New Orleans, and now up to New York City. Ooh, dog, I like the Giants too. We keep it in the
4: NFL, and this time, guys, we are going to the Cincinnati Bengals and the Atlanta Falcons, a game in Atlanta and a game that finds the Falcons a three-and-a-half-point favorite over those Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Yeah, Falcons, Freddie Fanny Pack, and the Joes on the Falcons. They're looking and saying, oh, my gosh, Falcons are only three and a half? Yum, yum, yum. Well, listen, Freddie Fanny Pack walks around Fremont Street with deep fried Twinkie on a stick eating it. You don't want to be with Freddie. Freddie. <laughs> Bengals, that's who the Sharps are on, Fez. Yes, and I bet
5: the Bengals early in the week, and I still like the Bengals in this game. It's all about those cluster injuries to the Atlanta Falcons defense. In particular, at safety, they're down two starters, really in trouble on defense.
2: So, Jonas, you might remember one of our Tuesday features is Fez gives us a game that the line is going to move on. He likes it, and he's predicting a line move. And you know, it was the Bengals and it was five and a half. So if you had listened to straight out of Vegas, said Fez sounds kind of smart. He's got a mansion, he's got a yacht. You would have the Bengals plus five and a half. Right now, if you want to bet the Bengals, plus three and a half. He was
4: also the same guy on the LA Rams well before everybody else was, right? And now they're barely a two to one.
2: That's true. That's true. I think you're kind of making a hint. He and I have a bet on it. Maybe we should, because I faded him in the Super Bowl bet. Right, right. Maybe we should wait till the end of the year and see who wins.
4: Absolutely. All right, guys. So let's go to the uh, world of college football now, to where we've got LSU, who's a 10-point favorite right now, against Ole Miss.
3: Yeah, and on this particular case, the professionals are on the underdog. Ole Miss, plus the 10 points here, the Joes and the Fanny Packs, And myself included are on the LSU Tigers in this one. I get it. LSU. Hold on a second. Uh Let's give you a chance. (laughs) Here
2: we go. Yesterday, you weren't afraid to jump from side to side. You said Notre Dame was the most overrated last week. Now you're like, ah, they're about average. Do you want to come off? Because we've got a $100 bet we made right here. You said LSU. I, I almost hurt my shoulder. Reaching for the green button. I reached for it. We bet. Auto bet. Do you want to fit? I'll let you buy out for 30 bucks.
3: No, I want my bet. And we bet at 12,
2: so, a much different number. Exactly. So you and Freddie Fanny
3: pack on So what
2: What are you seeing quickly, quite frankly, you think the other Sharps are missing?
3: Here's the difference with LSU. I get the analytics guys are all about the stats and the box scores, and they haven't looked good for LSU. But this is one team that's all about emotion with their head coach, Ed Orgeron. Bad performance last week. An Ole Miss program that fired Ed Orgeron. I think he rallies the troops, so the players, you know, obviously – I would say, surrounding Ed Orgeron really rally behind him. This is a motivational game here where LSU is going to put it on Ole Miss.
2: And this is something, quite frankly, you read nine newspapers a day, as we say, is that kind of psychological stuff is hard to get into the algorithms. And I do agree, it's a factor. By the way, Brad and I have the 100 on that. Fez, you've got 100 too, not quite as good a number (laughs) as me, plus 11.5. And we'll be every Monday, part of the recap, is going to be everyone paying off their bets for the week. That's fun. Guys,
4: every Friday it is becoming a tradition now. We are starting it today. It is the biggest Saturday night game for you in the world of college football. And we've got ourselves Penn State and Ohio State, where the Buckeyes, fourth ranked in the country, a three point favorite at number nine, Penn State.
2: Okay, Brad, earlier in the week, and remember, the last segment of every show, 6 to 7 Eastern, we give one best bet at minimum, and we cover that night's games. You had an early best bet on this one.
3: Yeah, I did. And it was actually on a total between Ohio State and Penn State. Historic total. Highest ever in the history of Penn State football at 70 and the third highest ever for Ohio State. So, to have a high total, you got to have a couple factors. Number 1, you have to have two elite offenses. You got that. You got the number 1 and number 2 scoring offenses in the country, but on the other side of the ball, you at least have to have below average defenses. You don't have that here. You got a big game, every possession matters. Give me under 70 best bet. And what was the line when you played it early in the week? 72. All right, so you were ahead of the
2: curve again. Don't miss the show, guys. In just a minute, it's the world premiere of Colin Cowherd's pick number six. That's coming up next here on
4: Straight Out of Vegas, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Steve DeSager.
6: Hello, so much to get to. We are in the final weekend of the MLB season, and the Cubs at Rainy Wrigley Field today beat rival St. Louis 8-4, so the Cubs now lead in the NL Central by a game and a half over Milwaukee. The Brewers, who've won four in a row, host Detroit tonight. The Dodgers got good news with that Cardinal loss today. There's still a possibility of a tiebreaker game on Monday after the season supposedly ends Sunday, but for the Dodgers, who have 88 wins currently, they now lead St. Louis by a game and a half for the final wildcard spot. L.A. has the late game at San Francisco against the rival Giants and Madison Bumgarner. Colorado is the first place team in the NL West, a full game ahead of the Dodgers, and the Rockies, who've won seven in a row, host Washington tonight. Yankees at Boston at the top of the hour. The Yankees' magic number to host the wildcard game against the A's is down to one. Yankees have 98 victories. Red Sox with 107, and counting. The Yankees as a team, though, have hit 260 homers. The MLB record is 264 for a season. And back in the Yankee lineup tonight, shortstop Dede Gregorius and center fielder Aaron Hicks after injuries. And the Mets will be hosting Miami at the top of the hour. David Wright of the Mets will pinch hit tonight and play tomorrow before retiring. NBA preseason games start this evening, including Celtics against Charlotte in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The return of Boston's Gordon Hayward. UCLA freshman Sharif O'Neill will miss the Bruins upcoming season. He'll have surgery to fix a heart condition. Undefeated USA women's basketball advance to tomorrow's semis at the World Cup. Seven NHL exhibitions tonight. Kurt Busch are in the NASCAR poll for Sunday's 400 at Charlotte. Europe's golfers lead the U.S. at the Ryder Cup 5-3 after day one in France. Saturday's matches start after 2 a.m. Eastern time. As for the Chargers, they'll be hosting San Francisco this weekend and Chargers star wide receiver Keenan Allen returned to practice today. He'd missed the last two days with knee and tooth issues. For the 49ers, running backs Matt Breida and Alfred Morris are listed as questionable due to injury. Bengals running back Joe Mixon still out with a knee injury. It'll be against Cincinnati. The Falcons and running back of Atlanta, Devontae Freeman, will miss another game due to the injured knee from the opener. And Eagles running back Jay Ajayi returns after a fraction fracture in his back. Running back Darren Sproles still out at Tennessee after a hamstring injury. College football on FS1 tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time, UCLA at Colorado. Back to you.
4: Thanks, Steve. We're coming to you live here on Straight Out of Vegas from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, RJ, I know that you have, uh, well, I don't want to say you've made a career, but it's been you have been very helpful to Colin Cowherd. You have turned him into a legitimate, decent, sports better and sports handicapper
2: listen i collins always had great instincts with it he just had some bad habits (laughs) and what ended up happening is like for eight years now he'd come in you know four years ago and be like okay i'm gonna lay eight and a half with this team that just won by 30 last week and it's like wise guys disagree and how much pain does one person want to take, right? <laughs> so he just started knowing, I don't want... It's almost like if you're wearing like some goofy pink shirt and your friends just are harassing you, how many times are you going to keep wearing that pink shirt? Yeah, so you can only I, take so much abuse. Yeah, I've stopped Colin from making pics that are like pink shirts. That's all I've done because his instincts have been mighty good. And he's nice enough because when we do our podcast, every... Friday, I grade all his picks. It comes out Saturday. I tweeted out, at RJ in Vegas on Twitter. You can get it. I grade all his picks. He's been a winning picks every week, week one, two, and three. Colin has won. And now he gives us his pick number six, exclusive, bottom of the hour on Fridays. Let's listen.
0: Let's go. go. No. 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 Hey, that's
1: great football now.
0: It's Colin. Pick number six. Every week now we have a bonus pick, and this is the game that I almost pulled the trigger on, but in the end, I'm just going to leave it to you. I, I would have taken Denver plus five against Kansas City. Again, we are so immersed and so fascinated with Patrick Mahomes, we're not noticing Kansas City's defense gives up a lot of yards and a lot of gash plays. Uh, Denver at home is tough. It's a rivalry game. Case Keenum can win games in this league. He won 13 last year. I would take it was the last one I, I moved out on. I took Arizona instead. So Denver plus five against Kansas City. I have him winning outright. Upset of the week. What do the wise guys think?
2: Boy, I tell you, this one would be split too. You probably are going to get agreement, but I disagree with it. Let me give you two quick stats here. We all know Mahomes has had a good start. Yeah. If you look at DVOA, an advanced metric... Last 30 years, first three games of the year. So now you have 900 teams, right? Because every year, every team has a chance to be on this list. 30 years, 30-plus teams a year. KC has the sixth best start offensively in all that time. Wow. This isn't just good. This isn't just best this year. This is one of the sixth best in, in three decades. Here's the stat, though. If you do agree with Colin, guys, maybe look at Denver on the money line. Because the last 33 games Kansas City has played on the road, the point spread has never mattered. That's that weird. Me- That's that weird. means e- yeah, e- either the favorite wins the game by over the spread or the underdog wins the game outright, 33 straight games. And there's a little logic to it. Andy Reid is such a good schemer, schematically. When he cracks the code, when he's got something, he's going to beat that other team. And when he doesn't have something, then they're going to get beat pretty bad. So, boy, 33 straight without the spread-mattering Kansas City road games. Well, Fez, you're a wise guy. I'll call myself a great synthesizer of wise guys. We're going to disagree on Monday. The green button is going to be in action because <laughs> you actually, early look, you lean, and let's not break it down, but you actually lean Broncos like Colin.
5: I do, and I did bet the Denver Broncos.
2: And you guys are going to know for sure that when we disagree, we bet it. Listen in Monday. Guys,
4: we've got a little Friday four pack, if you will, here on Straight Out of Vegas. In the NFL, we're going to start. It's Baker Mayfield's first start. The Cleveland Browns on the road in Oakland to take on the Raiders. Raiders, a three point favorite right now.
2: Yeah, and this is one we bet and we gave out early at two and a half. I like the Raiders. I've bet the Raiders. And it's really about one thing, Jonas. The Raiders easily could have won two of these three games. And if they had, this line would be 4.5 or 5. The fact they didn't means we're getting value fading Baker Mayfield, which I like that too because there's a lot of excitement. So pick for me. I like the Raiders. Next up, we go to the Chargers and the 49ers. L.A., a
4: 10.5-point favorite over San Francisco.
2: And the only thing we'll say about this is Grappolo's out. He had a horrible QBR. He was like bottom of the league, but still – at least potential. Bethard, horrible. We figure almost a touchdown downgrade for the 49ers without Jimmy G. And we know Fez and Jimmy G have a personally very close (laughs) relationship. Now, they've never spoken, but Fez. That is freaking. Oh, wait, here we go. That would have been kind of weird, but Fez. I love Jimmy G. (laughs) Yeah, if you said it's freaking gorgeous, that would have been a whole different thing. But I don't think oftentimes a team will come back that first game and play so hard after a big loss. But I tell you, Jonas, I think this is a dream crusher. 49ers were thinking playoffs. Now they're not. I don't know if the whole team isn't flat. I'm not anxious to bet the 49ers. Guys, uh, we talked about Ohio State, Penn State. We stick
4: to college football now. The other big game in the top 25, and the top 10, actually, is the number 8 Notre Dame Fighting Irish hosting 7th-ranked Stanford. And right now, Notre Dame a 5.5-point favorite on Saturday night.
3: Yeah, I don't have a strong enough opinion to like it, but I do lean with Notre Dame here, and I just like the spot for the Irish. They catch a Stanford team, back-to-back road trips, a Stanford team that should have lost last week. My condolences, Fez, had a 1% chance to win against Oregon. Maybe they're feeling a sense of relief that they got that. Second of back-to-back road trips here, like the Irish.
2: All right, so you like, like the Irish. All right, when we come back, it's all led up to best bets. Best bet for me, Fez, Brad, and maybe, maybe a 1 0 on the season, Jonas.
4: Last chance to make money on the week. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!
4: Be
0: sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight out of
4: Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we got a couple of college games to get to. Also, best bets to finish up the week here on Straight Out of Vegas. We do want to let you know, though, we are brought to you by True Car, where car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or a used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. So, guys, first place we're going to visit is New New Orleans, where Tulane is hosting Memphis. That is a game coming up later on that sees Memphis a 14 point favorite on the road.
2: And Remember, we make this commitment. Last segment of the show, we are always going to cover that night's big games and give you best bets. Brad said, oh, I don't really like anyone in this game. I got all the college knowledge, but I don't like anyone. So we went to pregame.com. We've got a guy. A bunch of people make picks there. You can make your picks, be documented. We got a guy last month. He's 68% picking, 27 and 13. He has Memphis. So almost like a, a robot taking someone's job. Brad, who knows if uh, all the pregame community <laughs> just makes Brad irrelevant. Guys, we've got
4: another game coming up on Fox Sports One. Later tonight, it sees Colorado hosting UCLA. The Buffs are an eight and a half point favorite at home.
2: And I thought, hey, if we went to him once, let's go to him again. We have another section up at Pregame.com of team experts. These are guys with the best records for each team. They're specialists. Well, we've got a guy that's a UCLA specialist, 16-8 and eight when he bets UCLA, either on them, against them, totals. He has the over, over tonight. Brad, what do you like in this game? I don't like. I lean with the over. Uh, so what you're saying is you're just pretty much – not necessary is our experts said the over. And now you're saying the over. Yeah, I am. But you do have all the college knowledge. I do. Best bet from you coming up. In fact, let's do it now. I'm going to let you shine because <laughs> we were giving you a little heat. As you should. This is the best bet of the week from Brad Powers.
3: Yeah, we're going to take East Carolina minus 6.5, hosting Old Dominion. Old Dominion, does that name sound familiar? Yes, Old Dominion off the biggest win in school history last week against Virginia Tech, going to fade them this week in a letdown spot. Oh, yeah, by the way, East Carolina, the most improved defense in the country so far this season, should have won outright against South Florida last week in a misleading final. I like the Pirates to roll over a downtrodden Old Dominion team.
2: Well, listen, right now, a lot of listeners are saying, RJ, if you're so hard on Brad, just press that green button. You can fade it. And I'm just going to say this.
5: Check out the big brain on Brad.
2: I agree. I'm not fading that. All right, Fez. Your best bet.
5: Best bet. Detroit Lions catching three points at Dallas. It's all about my number one handicap here. Sean Lee, middle linebacker for the Cowboys. Critically important. Last year, that defense for the Cowboys only gave up four and a half yards per play. Really good. So you
2: said earlier in the show, average offense gains five and a half yards per play. Dallas with Lee on the field, one full yard less every snap. Of the opposition, Correct, but when he was off the field, they gave
5: up 6 yards per play, much worse than average because of the Sean Lee effect. I'm betting the Detroit Lions plus 3.
2: Yeah, that, that Dallas offense. I mean, if you look at Dak, last 5 games, he hasn't thrown for more than 181 yards. And I think, I think uh, QB2 Sorensen on Friday Night Lights had more yards than that. So I'm not impressed. They lost their center, Frederick. And that O-line just for the Cowboys has not been the same. Well, Jonas, one and O. I mean, it's almost like a guy watching NBA players play like on a pickup court, and he walks out a little nervous and just hits his first three. Now, you could have passed. I thought you would have. You're saying double down, baby. No, You're I'm, best, I'm a gunslinger, and I'm going to ride right into the weekend
4: <laughs> slinging that gun. And the gunslinger team that I like is the Indianapolis Colts right now, a pick'em against the Houston Texans. I don't buy the Texans. I don't buy that J.J. Watt is back based on one performance. I'm not a Deshaun Watson believer, and that Indianapolis defense is a lot better than people have given them credit for in years past. I think that's a tired narrative. I like I like the Indianapolis Colts sitting at a pick'em at home.
2: Very aggressive. I actually agree with you there. Now, it could be a coincidence. That was one of my early picks, but <laughs> we're going to let... La- hey, any way you can win, you can win. All right, here's my best bet, guys. Last week, I said, yeah, hey, you can pick a winner, and that's nice, but I gave you a two-team parlay, and it's called a correlated parlay. And what does that mean? It means if the first side wins the second side has a better chance to win. And that's advanced stuff. But since bettors love parlays, we can give them a professional level bet and it's not hard for them and they enjoy parlays, two teamers, right? 10 wins you 26, typically. We're going to take Tampa Bay plus three against the Bears and we're going to take over 46 points because Tampa Bay has one of the worst, if not the worst, defense in the NFL. If they cover, they're going to score. So I'm not saying I even like the over by itself. I don't. But if Tampa covers, which I think they have a 55% chance to do, then the over has a much better than 50% chance. Thus, it's a two-teamer. 10 wins you 26, Tampa Bay plus three, and in the same game, over 46. We are
4: straight out of Vegas. Enjoy the games this weekend. Cash those tickets. We'll be back Monday, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!